you go by Mr. Gandas because you're you're a professor, right? I am a professor, but nobody actually calls <laughs> me Mr. Very formal. Um, although, although last year I did have a student that like called me professor, and then um, you know, and or Mr. Which was like kind of weird. It's like, dude, yeah. I'm not. I'm not, not that like old, that. but all right. <laughs> um, so most of the time, I mean, they just call me by my, by my, I mean, most of us in our department are first name basis. So yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, Charlie's not even my real name. Um, that's just really? me. Yeah. That's my pseudonym. So oh, my okay. actual name is Carlos Ruiz, but it's an incredibly common name, like John Smith yeah, in the fine. Spanish speaking world. Like I'm named yeah. after my dad. And if you type in my name into Google, you're going to either get the catcher for the Phillies, um, who I think retired now, or like a soccer player that played for LA Galaxy. And I know like three other people with the same name as me. Yeah. So most people like, I mean, everyone in the film world knows me as Charlie. Um, and then I just came up with a different last name. Um, no, that's the that's a nation of Gallardo and Hernandez. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, let's have fun. This could be cool. No, so, I think that is yeah. cool. I mean, coming from somebody like myself, I mean, I, I have a very common basic name, uh, Jordan Anderson. You can imagine there's a bajillion of us <laughs> uh, that exist. Usually the the only right. thing I ever do to try to, you know, professionally differentiate my name is I'll actually include my middle initial, uh, which is Victor. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, as So I'll do like Jordan V. Anderson sometimes. And certain times sure. people that know me like really well, like they'll be like, hey, JVA, or they'll say something like that, which is better than just, you know, what's up, Mr. Anderson? Because then I just get the Matrix jokes and it, it, it just right. <laughs> it doesn't stop. <laughs> I love it. Um, but hey, man, I, I really appreciate, obviously, you just taking the time to talk with me. Um, I'm excited about the Iowa Independent Film Festival that's coming up and just excited to take take part in it and really just kind of sink my teeth into it. So I just want to jump in and just kind of have you explain to the audience what the film festival is, kind of what it's about, just like a, a general overview, if you will. Yeah, so uh, let's see. The Iowa Independent Film Festival is the best film festival in North Iowa. I like that. I like that confidence. Only because we're the only ones in North Iowa. So that's that's really why I say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let's see. We're celebrating our 16th year. Um, I believe technically, though, we've actually been around 17 years. Yep. Um, but there was one year that the festival took a year off. Um, and I don't I don't even remember what year that was. That was long before I ever joined on. When uh, when did you when did you join? Uh, I oh god, wow. This is my sixth year because when okay. I joined on they were <clears throat> celebrating their tenth year. Um so I've been on the board for six years now and then serving as the um president title role i've been in that position officially oh gosh let's see two years um and in the year of covid um i was vice president i believe if i remember correctly um but i essentially served as president as um craig Binabus, who's currently our vice president he was the former president he kind of let me in a little bit more and kind of take the reins, especially because mm -hmm. a lot of 
what we had to do when COVID shut down the world was we had to convert everything to digital. So it was kind of up to me and a couple of board members who are really into technology and work with it a lot more and in depth than some of our other board members. It was kind of up to us to make this festival, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a um, turn it online. And then from there, we became a high, we went back to in person, but it was a hybrid the year mm-hmm. after COVID. And then I kind of just took over from there. Craig decided to step down into the vice president role. So I've been around for six years. Um, festival is celebrating its 16th year, and we are located in Mason City in Clear Lake. So we like to say that we're a festival that's so big that it takes two cities to host us. Because um, yeah. I mean, that, that's really what it is. Is you know we're we're in two twin sister cities, if you will. They're right next mm-hmm. to each other, Mason City and Clear Lake. Um, and I know, looking at the history of the festival, some years it was just in Mason, some years it was just in Clear Lake, and some of our other board members have really good ties and relationships with the communities of Clear Lake. Some of us have better in Mason City. And we said, mm-hmm. why not host it in both? Um, yeah. so that's what we're doing is we're hosting it in both. And it happens from September 7th through the 9th. The 7th uh, is opening night. And it's actually a free night that night because it's local film night. So we invite anyone and everyone to come and watch films that were submitted to us. Uh, through Film Freeway, just like everyone else, to the local category. And what that means is that these films were shot in the county of Cerro Gordo, which is where the festival is located, and one county surrounding it. So if you shot a film and and made one in there, um, you'll be able to be included in local film night, which we will have at 6 p.m. on September 7th, um, free to the public. And it gives also the opportunity of the communities to come and kind of check us out without having to, you know, pay something at first. Um, uh, you know, they was like, well, what is this film festival thing? And they come check it out. And a lot of the time they they look, watch and enjoy it. And they say, hey, you know, let's let's buy a ticket. Let's go and watch more movies. And the cool thing about local film night is, um, you know, most of the people that are submitting, um, it's kind of where they get their start with our festival is, you know, a lot of them are first time filmmakers or early in their careers. <clears throat> and we have a venue for for them um and then we actually award the winner of that category that night mm-hmm. and whoever wins then the local film category that night will actually be featured in the the larger film festival on friday and saturday um so then they'll actually be able to see their work on the more traditional big screen than um you know than than where we're hosting and not that it's a bad location but then it's more right. of that true professional film festival setting and, and and you know i think that's really cool um that we're able to get our local people um to participate and it encourages filmmaking directly into our community which is a really big deal to us because we're very community oriented we're always trying to get vendors to come and you know if we got mm. a food truck let's make sure it's from the area um yeah not that having f- someone from three hours away is bad but we want to support our local community like they have supported us so um should be a good time you know i i don't sound like it right now but um <laughs> we're gosh i don't know two weeks out two and a half weeks out and i am yeah. stressed as all can be i'm pretty sure more gray hair is growing by the second um, does that happen does that happen with each year two weeks out you know you get to this oh, point yeah. and you're just like oh yeah, no oh no it's all gonna like, it's all gonna go south <laughs> uh-huh. yeah it's like oh my god oh my god oh my god i gotta do this i gotta do that i gotta design this oh i gotta design those yeah. things for this person and 
I, how last many night, that's at sorry, Staples. <clears throat> yeah, last night I was at Staples to get certain posters printed, and I called a board member who needed them, and and I think he could tell like I was kind of freaking out just having that moment. And every year, he's the one that has to walk me back down. It's like, hey, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna work out. It works out mm. every single year. And whatever happens, it happens. We did our best, and it's gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun, and we're gonna make the best of it. And yeah, he certainly brought me down to to more reality. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You know, it's gonna it's gonna work out. It always does, and and we're gonna have fun with it. Well, I feel like with film festivals in general, I I can't speak as somebody that's attended like a bajillion of them, but I feel like you you kind of want there to be a little bit of chaos, like in, in a way, like some healthy chaos. Yeah. You know, it keeps things interesting for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I mean, you want kind of the chaos of wow, there's a lot of people here, and there's a lot of people yeah. like going back and <laughs> forth or trying to get to the red carpet to take their picture and and oh, you guys set up a red you guys set up a red carpet. We do, yeah. So we do have a step and repeat banner. Nice. Um, I learned that term this year. I I didn't even know what that meant. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. It's huge. I think it's like, oh gosh, 10 or 12 feet wide. I mean, it's, it's just, just probably too big. (laughs) Um, but we have that located at the Mason city, uh, community theater location. So our, our locations in Mason city are Mason city community theater and then the historic Lake theater in clear Lake. And it's a little harder to have a, one of those step and repeat banners and, clearly because the lobby is just so small so we're hoping that eventually we can come up with some something at clear lake but we have our step and repeat banner at the mason city location and like we have a red carpet there we've got decorations um you know we will have a professional photographer there from the area bruce mckee he's an amazing photographer he's a dear friend awesome. uh, and he's also a filmmaker too so uh it's cool to see him going around and you'll get your picture and of course you can take selfies um, and then we actually have a new step and repeat banner this year um, as one of our sponsors is signed on and it's actually going to be our logo as well as their logo, which is 173 Distillery out of Clear Lake. So we're actually going to have that Ooh. at their location on Friday night at the Friday night after party. And then we'll have the same one at Mason City Brewing for the Saturday night after party. Um, so yeah, we roll out the red carpet, you know, and we want filmmakers to know what it feels like to to rock the carpet and stand in front of those big old banners and <laughs> and get a picture and put on their Instagram and tag us or, or oh, whatever, yeah. you know. We want it's it's for us. It's not just come and come and watch movies. It's much more than that. It's come yeah. have an experience, meet these filmmakers, talk to them, um, you know, because they're not just people, but they're artists and we yeah, I mean, that, that they I mean, get to express that, you know, you know, you mentioned it, uh, with the gentleman that's going to be doing the photography that he's also a filmmaker. Right. And yeah. that's the thing I feel like I find when I meet anybody that calls themselves a filmmaker and whatnot is they're never, it's never just a one size fits all. Like oh, yeah. they're, they're multi-talented people, uh, creative oh, yeah. people usually are They're they're You can't always narrow them down into one box. Um, and I almost kind of look at, at film festivals, especially one like this, how you describe it as just sort of a, a creative melting pot, if you will. You know, yeah. you have all these different diverse uh, peoples that are getting together and they're screening their work. Some of them, like you said, arguably for the first time. Um, but then at the same time, it's not like just what you said. It's just, you know, oh, go to the movie and watch it. OK, cool. I had some popcorn and go home. It's like, no, you can talk with the person who made it. They're right there. Like, oh, yeah. That right there, to me, is just an incredibly exciting thing. And and the thing is, is that most of those people there, they they want that. 
they're thrilled about that. And then you just never know what kind of partnerships and just friendships, frankly, can get formed from that. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. Um, You know, the it's funny because when you think about like Hollywood, the whole idea of Hollywood or filmmaking, you know, and you kind of think of like the stereotype and you think it's this big, giant industry. But when you get into it, you realize, wow, it is actually quite small. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I actually lived in L.A. for a while. I lived in the L.A. area. Um, What was that like? Chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's and it sucked because like, you know, not only am I a festival director, but uh, as well as a professor, but I'm a filmmaker, too. So I went to L.A., did the L.A. thing, wanted to be a filmmaker, did not get anywhere close. <laughs> and the city's just chaos, ate you up and can spit you out. Um, yeah. And, you know, you kind of realize, like, man, it's really not for everyone. Uh, my best friend is from L.A. and he's the one that, like, I moved over there with him after we graduated from from undergrad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, it's a great place to visit. I'm like, yeah, you are right. But you then you realize in this industry, like everybody knows everybody, you know, you get to know mm-hmm. each other. You never know who you're going to meet at a film festival. Um, and it could be just that one person that then introduces you to somebody and boom, a door's open or you're on you're suddenly on someone's set. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there was a number of years ago. Gosh, it was it was before COVID. I think it was the 2018 2017 festival where i had a student of mine come to the festival and met with a director who was in town for their film his name is martin gooch he's actually from london i believe it's london and very very good filmmaker very gifted filmmaker and i mean some of the some of his credentials are just insane like he worked on harry potter it's like dude oh wow like what yeah you know um and he was working on a film and getting he was in the pre-pro at that point and he offered a position to one of my students to come to montana and work with him on his movie and wow she she got that offer just by having a conversation so again like you never know mm-hmm. who you're gonna meet at a film festival or at these creative endeavors whether it's filmmaking yeah. <clears throat> graphic design you know any sort of conference because that's what creatives do. We want to collaborate with each other. You know, we want to support each other as well. And I think sometimes, too, you, I mean, you pointed it out where it's like the person shows up and, you know, before they know it, they're working with a, you know, person that's done some highly accredited work, you know, getting the trip of a lifetime probably to go to Montana and have a have an experience. But it all right. started with just simply asking. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I, And I think sometimes like it can be. I mean, in any field, you could say that it's intimidating to sort of ask for help, right? Or to to ask to get connected with somebody or to ask for that next step. Um, but that's one of the things I really thrive in when it comes to the creative environment of the film festival, like you said, is that that sort of thing is just in the air. Like people are wanting it anyway. So it's a very natural place to do it. And you don't have to know anybody to do it either. Like it, it's expected that you're going to show up there and not know anybody and you're going to end up talking with strangers. But it's not like any other situation where you would do that. Like there is a purpose to do it here. Um, and again, the, I think just creatives want to root for you know, uh, each other, too. It's not like other forms of business where everyone's trying to figure out who who can be better than somebody else. You know, they're trying to build each other up. Oh, yeah, totally. And I, I completely agree with you. It's at least for me, it's never uh, I want to be better than so and so or I want to beat them. It's like, <laughs> oh, you know, I want to I want to work with them. I want to learn from them. Um, 
you know, and I, I want to build them up like they built me up. I usually say like in my own life, Charlie, that it's like, you know, on any good day, I want to be my best self. And what I want to do for other people is help them be their best selves. Like that's, that's what I want. I mean, that that's oh, yeah. kind of at the end of the day, what we all want is we all want to be the best version of ourselves and we want to grow and continue to get to that point to get there. And we can't do it alone. You just can't, yeah. especially, yeah, especially not in the world of movies. This is not a one man show. <laughs> no, gosh, no. It takes a village to make a movie. So let me ask you, Charlie, um, do you know, I know you said you've been on the board and you've been president for what, six years, give or take that we said. So I've, I've been on the board for six years and then officially president two or three years. Do you know what inspired the festival from the beginning? Cause like, I know you weren't there at the very onset of it in like 2007 or whenever that would be. Um, but I'm just curious, like sort of like the early roots of this festival, like how it actually got momentum and has carried through now 16 or 16, 16, 17 years, 16 years. Wow. Yeah. So it was, um, well, I guess officially 16 years, but been around 17 years, um, I believe. So was founded in 2007, if I remember correctly, um, by Richard Cheneau and Tana Frederick. I believe is her last name, if I remember correctly. Um, and Tana Frederick is from Mason City. Um, and Tana actually went to, um, she eventually, I don't know the full like background of her per se. I think she went to U of I and did some theater, but I, I very well could be wrong. So if you're listening to this and I'm wrong, I do apologize. <laughs> um, but she's from the Mason City area. Um, and eventually went to Hollywood and is an actress. Um, hmm. So, I mean, and she's still out there. Um, and and she does come home quite often. Um, you know, you can look up on Instagram and every now and then she'll put a picture of her in Clear Lake um, or out to dinner with her mom and, and her, her family. Um, you know, they're, before COVID, um, our film board, after every meeting, we used to go out to dinner. Um, and it's, it's kind of become a little harder because of when we schedule our meetings now and we have a lot more virtual meetings now, um, because we're not all in Mason city or clear Lake, you Mm -hmm. know, there's some of us that live in Mason city. There's some of us that live in forest city. There's some of us that live in, um, like Charles city. And then half of the year they're in Texas. So a lot of our meetings are now through zoom, but we Mm -hmm. would run into Tana's mom at dinner and have dinner with her so that's how it kind of started was she kind of said you know i'm an actress this place needs film um so her and 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 richard came up with the idea and they were on the board for a while and then just kind of um phased out and um you know i know we see richard quite often come to the festival um i saw tana a number of years ago i haven't seen her in a while um you know but i know they're they're supportive of it um and that's kind of how it started from from my understanding and what i can remember um is that's kind of how it's how it really started and and ever since then we i mean we've had quite a bit of people come to the festival and uh and i'm talking like you know like um people that are filmmakers or actors with, Mm -hmm. with really big credentials i mean we've had judd nelson from the breakfast club Sure. Uh, yeah. We had uh, Randall Kleser, Kleser, uh, who was the director of Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good friends with Tana. Um, and then our board is really good friends with Gary Kroger, who's an Iowa boy and was on SNL 
when Julia Louis Dreyfus was on SNL. Um, so mm-hmm. they're really good. So I mean, we've had a good number of of big name people show up um, since then. So it's, it's kind of cool to know that you know this festival and in Clear Lake and Mason City can certainly attract some of these people that just sometimes show mm-hmm. up. They're like, oh, okay, cool, what's up? Or there are <laughs> movies in it, you know? Oh, it's really cool. Do you, is there any like sort of like specific like uh, like genre that the festival focuses on, or do they like look for certain types of work to get submitted, or is it kind of a free for all? So with us, we we really are a free for all. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we don't necessarily say, okay, we really want to do like more of a horror themed type thing or a yeah, because there's because there's definitely festivals for each of those. Oh yeah, I mean, there's genre yeah. specific ones for sure. Yeah, yeah, we're we're certainly not a genre specific by any means. Um, what we really are is is it a good story specific type of festival? Um, and and well, because. It's all about. It's exactly what it's all about. At the very core, we we believe, is it a good story? Mm-hmm. Um, because that is the most important <clears throat> part. If if your story is excellent and your camera work is subpar, they may not be yeah. the prettiest shots per se. Yeah. It's okay. You know, we're willing to forgive you um for that. But if you have a great story and I can't hear it, that's the one that's the one thing that, at least for us, where we kind of draw the line. It's like if if it doesn't have good audio, there's mm. a good chance that I can't put that in front of an audience, you know, especially sure. when we use uh, a legit theater. I mean, you're going to hear those imperfections more than, yeah. than you see in your editing bay and your laptop <clears throat> more than likely. But mm-hmm. we're a festival that we're looking for good stories that resonate with um, all types of people. You know, everyone, every type of person, every walk of life is welcome through our doors. And we want to make sure that um every possible type of story can be on our screen so we mm-hmm. have films that are that have shown that are from china from down the road to omaha nebraska to la um and some are dramas some are horrors some are weird cool sci-fi stuff you're like <laughs> i don't really know what's going on but it's so <clears throat> captivating and it's cool and, you know i always have i always have a uh, a slight a slightly deeper appreciation for an independent sci-fi picture just because science fiction just as a genre you know you usually think yeah expensive expensive vfx and costumes yes. and aliens yes. and things like that and if you can pull that off independently like that like yeah it's not it's not to diminish other genres of independent film but like that's that's a special exception if you can pull that off oh yeah totally i mean we had a number we had a film oh gosh oh, i think it was in my second year um and it was like maybe four minutes long. And mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell, I mean, this was indie to the core. I mean, no budget. <laughs> I think they probably shot like on a flip cam, to be honest. I mean, it was <laughs> camera quality wasn't the best. Okay. Yeah. But it was a total sci-fi. And you can tell that this person had a background in like some after effects or something. Yeah. And they kind of made this like portal thing. And then <clears throat> it ended up like accidentally cutting the dude's head off or something like that and i'm like this is such a and it was like it was like four or five minutes and it just you were like oh and you like were drawn in and it's mm-hmm. like and it was a total sci-fi movie it made it into the festival and it did actually went through a lot of the iowa film festivals and beyond um but it was amazing and it was a sci-fi piece and it's like this is totally a no budget 
because they don't even yeah. have lights. Like I'm pretty sure they're using a lamp as their light source, <laughs> which is awesome. You know, like that that yeah. is indie filmmaking. <clears throat> and at the end of it, it was about the story. And yeah, like it you didn't shoot on a an Ari Alexa, but I could still see it and I could still hear it. It worked, you know, yeah. and that's what we really look for is you know, we want a good story. Can we be entertained? Um and yeah. let's put let's show people in these communities. You know, I hear that get echoed across for not just small films, but big films, too. Uh, like like sometimes recently I've been hearing it in just like movie uh, forums and YouTube channels and stuff specifically about like superhero films. There's a lot of people out there right now that they're like, oh, there's like all this fatigue. There's this fatigue of Marvel and all these things. And not right. to go on a subject on that, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's the story like that that that's right. what sells the thing and i even like myself charlie like when you say that i i thought of uh thought of like old video games for some reason because oh uh, yeah my, yeah because my, my brothers and i like we grew up playing you know all kinds of uh you know old school games and stuff i i have literally like a player two tattoo on my wrist because uh, <laughs> i'm a gamer awesome. at heart uh but you know some of those games we would play would have god awful graphics i mean terrible like, yes, just, but just, you still just, go just, back to them now, right? Yeah, you, yeah, no, you, you, yeah, you go back, and and it's just because the characters and the dialogue and the heart of the story and the feelings it gives you, like it, it doesn't have to be technically perfect. Is basically yeah. what I'm trying to get yeah. to. Um, exactly. If it makes you feel something and it makes you have a thought that isn't just like, oh, this movie was okay, <laughs> like it actually makes you think, then you're on to something. I mean, that's kind of what it's all about is making you have uh, a reaction. Uh, and that can be in a lot of different ways than one. Um, I'm curious about just, you know, highlights over the time that you've been at the festival. I'm sure that there's, a, there's some standout moments for you that have happened at the Iowa Independent Film Festival. Like, what are some that come to mind outside of the sci-fi movie where a guy's head gets nearly chopped off? It's <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, the movie was so good. Um, let's see. My first year, there was a movie called Fish. Um, and again, another three four minute movie um and it actually came out of iran or iraq i forget what country okay. um i feel like movies don't i mean i i'm no expert of that region but i feel like movies probably don't come out of there that often very rarely very rarely do they come yeah. out of that region and part of it is is sort of um how they get the movie to us um, there's a lot of restrictions on the internet with their government and, and how they pay yeah. for, for fees. Because uh, you guys take in movies to be clear, like it, it's worldwide, right? Like it's not just oh, yeah. exclusive to like the U S or anything. Correct. Yeah. We, I mean, we, <clears throat> we got movies from, from all over the world. I mean, shoot, yeah. if I were to look, I can look here in a second. I can tell you exactly where we got all mm -hmm. of the movies from. Um, but I mean, we'll, again, we'll get them from, from, down the street someone made a mm -hmm. movie like literally two blocks away from our venue to in the middle of nowhere in china or or Wild. israel um germany you know north carolina new york city i mean we get them from everywhere you know That's but awesome. I, I remember this movie called fish yeah and it was probably the most simple story i'd ever seen that i mean when you when when you think about story structure um you know because i i got my uh, master of fine arts in screenwriting so i know how story works i mm -hmm. mean they accomplished this in like <clears throat> four or five minutes just hitting all the beats that you absolutely needed 
and it made you root for a fish, a literal goldfish. <laughs> okay. Um, and I remember we watched it at our, at one one of our locations. We all jumped when kind of this <laughs> climactic moment happened, and then we're like, "Oh my god, what's gonna happen to the fish?" And then you know it it all worked out. Um, <clears throat> but that's certainly a memorable moment. But probably one of the biggest moments. I believe it was 2019, um, the festival before COVID happened. Um, there definitely is a before COVID and oh, after yeah, COVID, totally. like line totally. drawn in the sand, right? Truly. And, I mean, <laughs> it, and, it's, and it's not just for festival. It's like No, no, it, it's, it's literally you know? like it changed the world. Yeah, totally. But it was in 2019 and we were doing our award ceremony. And I believe we awarded... I think it was when we awarded best animation um, and it was done by a student out of a school in California. Um, and she came to the States to study animation from China. And, and I remember 2019 being a particularly difficult year because we got, we, we kind of started rebuilding things and we said, 2019, this is the year that we are going to take off. So we kind of, we, we admit, admittedly kind of spread ourselves thin to do what mm -hmm. we wanted to do. But at the end of the day, like it worked out <clears throat> in that year. Like we actually ran out of tickets. Um, what were the things that happened that year to, to make that happen? We brought in a food truck. Um, we changed our venues. Um, the marketing aspect that we changed our marketing strategies. Mm. Um some of so you, you did like a pretty big overhaul to it that year then sounds like yeah it, it was kind of we were we had been kind of building to that point and then we kind of said all right it's either now or we're gonna wait another year and that that's it's kind of a make mm -hmm. or break point um so we we kind of just jumped and hoped that we would fly in it i mean it took off it was one of those where i'm i'm trying to give people tickets that are buying it and i called craig and i said hey i need you to bring me more tickets um from the studio and he's like i'm out i'm a hundred percent out so figure out something to give them and i'll see if i can print more and wow we, i think we had 200 250 like physical passes mm -hmm. um so that was a big year but i remember at that award ceremony we announced who the winner was and this young girl stood up and walked up to the stage to pick her award and she was super shy um, mm -hmm. and she was just absolutely shocked that she won, <laughs> but I mean, it totally deserved it. it was beautiful. It was a great film and she was trying to speak and say, thank you. But she was like, so overcome with emotion of yeah. joy and shock that she was shaking. Whoa. And I remember, you know, I, I was, I was really stressed out. I was exhausted. And I remember watching it from the side and, I, I think I looked over at Jim, one of our board members, um, Jim Brockhunt, who's also the president of the Iowa Motion Picture Association. Yeah, I, I met him yeah. at the Cedar Rapids Festival. Yeah. So and I think it was him that I looked to and I said that right there, that this is why we do this is for people like that to have an experience and know um, what it's like to feel like you win. And especially yeah. when you are a filmmaker, you know, for me as a filmmaker, I don't make movies to make to get awards to put things on my shelf. Sure. Um, you know, 
if it comes, that's awesome. That's great. But my goal as a filmmaker is to tell a story that resonates with someone. But if I can resonate with someone and win, I mean, you know, that's like a double win. And the fact that this girl traveled from California to our festival and won that night and was able to take home some hardware and say, I'm an award-winning filmmaker. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that was a really special moment, at least for me personally. Um, and at that point, I'm like, you know, I'm fine. I'm good. It was <laughs> worth it. Let's let's pop the beer. Let's go. You know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was. I would say 2019 was a big year for us. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we exploded that year, and it it kind of sucks too because then next year. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a festival. It was virtual. Yeah. That next year, we had big plans. Um, and since then, we've kind of had to take a back seat and essentially rebuild from from COVID, which sure. um, has taken a little bit of time. But this this year, I think we, you know, last year was really good. And I think this mm-hmm. year is going to even be better. And I think we'll be back to exactly where we want. And then uh, the following year, I think next year we're going to finally start bringing back apparel, um, you know, like shirts and or hats or whatever. Oh, yeah. Merch. That's yeah. <laughs> merch. That that has been on my radar for a number of years. And it's like mm, it doesn't feel right. It's not right. You know, mm-hmm. doing market research. It's like, no, nah, not quite. And then 2020 was going to be it. And then <laughs> the world said, put on your brakes. It's like, ah, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that those. Those moments were really big um, for us, or at least for me. Um, it was 2019, seeing that girl win that award, uh, that movie Fish. Um, trying to think what else. Um, you know, every every year, you know, putting on a festival is hard. Um, you'll learn from other festival directors, people that are listening. Um, it, it is very hard work. It is difficult work. We love what we do. We have a lot of passion um you know but a lot of the time we know it's worth it when people show up um, and you see these filmmakers interacting with the communities at the after parties or even in the community is like this is this is what this is what it's about you know when these filmmakers get their q a sessions and and it's a very engaging um conversation is like see this is why we do this um even though it was very stressful and and frustrating at times and and unpleasant sometimes because it's like oh my gosh this is our what of doing this <laughs> um you know um <clears throat> in, in the end it always works out for us and, and we're happy about that you know it's a lot it's it is a lot of hard work uh, I, I was gonna ask you how many how many board members you guys have uh how many board members we have so including myself Yep. So we've got myself, we've got Craig Binaboos, who's our vice president, Josh Twomason, our communications director, Terry Harrison, Janelle Binaboos, Dylan Thomas, uh, Jim Brockhan, Les Nelson, Zin- Cindy Brockhan, and Alyssa Thomas. And then we technically <laughs> have like a, a little mascot. Um, okay. It's like one of those like rubber chickens that when you squeeze it, it like screams. I think uh, I actually is isn't that on your guys' website? Because yeah, I could have sworn and I saw like, something about actually, it, and like I was gonna ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, if you actually go to our about and team, he's at the bottom, and his name is Chris P. Chicken. Um, and the way we came up with that name was actually we p- kind of put like a poll out, um, and we like picked the best names, and the, these these names were 
people in the community came up with these yeah. names. We had nothing to do with it. We just bought the chicken <laughs> and bought the little suit. And then people voted on it and and crispy chicken was born and has been has been, you know, yeah, does he have does he have uh, do you have duties, responsibilities? <laughs> uh yeah, he greets people. So when you come to the desk, he's totally just chilling there with his with his <laughs> piece suit. It's freaking sweet. Oh, you got a three-piece suit for him. You know he means business then. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's a stud, <laughs> stud, stud, stud. You know, I have to get a picture with him. He's famous. Oh, I, I plan on taking a lot of photos on there. Now I gotta ask because you had gone back to the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, everything that goes into the festival. I'm curious yourself, president. You know, if you had to kind of give a, I'm not gonna say a day in the life because that's damn near impossible in the <laughs> in right. the makings of a festival. I know it's chaotic, but. Like, what are your, like, main responsibilities that you, you know, are facilitating for the festival? Um, so we all kind of have our own little, like, roles and responsibilities. But me, as president, um, I kind of just manage what everyone else is doing, making sure everyone's doing okay. Like, hey, do you, you know, what resources do you need in order to accomplish what your, yeah. your goal is? Um, you know, like, for example, Cindy and Jim Brockon take care of uh, a lot of the food and beverage type of thing at our actual venues. Um, you know, so we sometimes just discuss, what are you guys thinking? Do you need anything from me to help you? Uh, do you need me to call people for you, get you some resources for you to figure out who our food truck is going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I just kind of communicate with each board member as to what um, they're doing and how I can be helpful. Um mm-hmm. Because sometimes it'll be like, hey, we got a food truck. Great. Um, we need you to make a graphic for for that. Okay, great. Right. Um, because I also handle all the um, graphic design and pretty much a good chunk of the marketing for our festival. Um, nice. Because I have a graphic design background as well and some marketing. Yep. Um, and so it'll sometimes be that. Or um, like Les Nelson, he takes care of a lot of our sales. Um, and he'll call me like, Hey, um, this person's sending their stuff over. Can you put it together in the program? Great. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I do is I kind of just work with everyone to see kind of how can I help you accomplish what you need to get done or what your role and responsibility is, you know, how can I be helpful? Um, but then myself, I also then just, like I mentioned, I do a lot of the marketing and graphic design. So like all the graphics that are put out, most of them are, I, I make, um, okay. or, you know, like for example, Fat Hill Brewing, um, I put up their ad yesterday. Mm-hmm. They provide me the logo. I, I share it and so forth. Um, you know, so some of them are not me. Some of them are, but anything festival related graphic wise, sure. uh, design wise, that's normally me. Um, and then I, since I serve as, um, president, I'm basically like the liaison between our board and, produce iowa the state office of media production Mm -hmm. um so you know anytime produce iowa is calling us they typically get a hold of me or if i need additional resources or questions from produce iowa i'm the i'm the contact and reach out um and our festivals across the state we kind of do like an annual festival summit where we all get together in a zoom session and say how'd it go Uh, (laughs) how can we help you um any advice or does any hand have questions um and typically all the festivals director attend is representative of your festival Um, you know and we got some new festivals so um there's a couple of festivals that will call and 
and ask, hey, um, you know, you guys did this. How did you go about it? Um, you know, or, hey, can you help us out with some graphics on on this? Or do you know someone and type of thing? So um, that's kind of my role and responsibility mm-hmm. uh, is just kind of checking in with everyone as to, hey, you're the person that gets the venues. How are we doing on that? Are we locked in? All right, great. Yeah. The contract <clears throat> will sign it and send it back. We're going to go or. Hey, it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense because I mean, you know, I, I, I myself in my in my own respective ways, I, I've been the head of the committee before, and you know, done leadership duties and things yeah. like that. And it's, it's a fine line between like delegation, because of course, like you want to make sure that people know what they're doing, and you know, yeah. they have uh, proper support and stuff. But then you also do have those moments where I think you want the people that are also serving with you to know that like you yourself are not afraid to, to jump in and help out wherever the help is needed at on there. I think people like that kind of flexibility in a leader. Um, yeah. And you definitely, you, def- you definitely need that in the world of film festivals. Um, I'm curious for yourself, Charlie, like just kind of take me back. However long this, however long ago this was, um, I'm just curious, like what was your, your introduction to whether it be film or independent film i mean do you, do you remember like the like what's the first festival you ever attended and kind of how you started your journey into getting to the point where you're at right now oh man i know <laughs> <laughs> all right kids buckle up um strap in <laughs> let's see where did it really all start million dollar so, question oh man i have to really think so my my whole interest in film tv video um i've always been a very curious kid um and i always found movies to be super fascinating mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> and it was kind of the constant in my life so my biological parents um got divorced when i was young so because of that we moved around a lot um and because we moved around a lot, the only constant really in, in, in my life was always um, sort of art, film, mm-hmm. um, TV, you know, drawing and soccer. Um, <clears throat> so I come from a very heavy soccer background. Um, I mean, it, it was one of those like I'm going to be a professional soccer player. That oh, wow. Only goal in life. That is what I'm going to do um you know i i played in college um served as captain for a little while so soccer was was um my i mean literally like my life wow Um, and so moved around a lot did a lot of soccer but i always kept my movies Mm -hmm. or i always would remember those movies um because sometimes it was like what fits in the car is what coming with and there we go yeah thank god Um, for physical media right right and that, and that's actually kind of how I in, got introduced into like Marvel was my aunt, one of my aunts, my mom's sister actually gave me comic books. Mm. Um, and that's actually why I love the Marvel movies. Like I will always love anything Marvel, even if it feels like <laughs> we're getting fatigued. And it's because like that's kind of what I mm-hmm. use to clutch on to um, <clears throat> and kind of get through that was was movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't until like sixth grade um, when I changed like another school that this school had like a video program. And now like when I say video program, I mean, it's yeah. it like the announcements that you do at school, you know, <laughs> well, you, it's like anchors and they're reading like today's lunch is going to be <laughs> French toast with, 
with a bagel. And that, that's I mean, that's better than stuff. half the news that's on TV today. So <laughs> right. <laughs> and I I was kind of interested because like where I grew up, like there a lot of those opportunities weren't really around and available. And you know, we were always moving, so I'd kind of yeah. get interested and then oh, okay, I was gone. And at that point, I'm starting to kind of stay around these schools a little longer. And I wanted to learn and I became the camera guy. Um, okay. I learned the camera inside out and I was, cause I've always just been kind of technology inclined, like hmm. give me a piece of equipment and I'm going to master it in 20 minutes. Okay. Oh, um, okay. You're that I, guy. <laughs> I, will figure, yeah, I will figure that thing out like <clears throat> nobody's business. Um, and that kind of started it. And I'd always been doing drawing and, and paint. And then I got to high school <clears throat> and I, um, of course, played soccer. I played for a powerhouse of a soccer program and um, loved every second of it. But then, and like, admittedly, I was terrible at school. I sucked. I was like, <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, yeah I, like I, I can feel you in that. Student, yeah. unless I was on the soccer field, I was happy or I was in the photography room or art room. Those yeah. were my two domains. And we didn't have a video program at my high school, but we had a photography. So again, got obsessive about photography, but I always knew I wanted to get into like graphic design. I mm. wanted to get into video. Um, and mm. I remember going out with my friends and we'd grab, you know, their mom's flip cam and go and shoot them <laughs> a movie. And it was quite terrible. We'd like make, I remember in middle school, we made this like terrible <laughs> like mock like a uh, parody of a trailer of uh, pirates of the caribbean and oh yeah. man, it's so bad because it's like in our backyard <clears throat> we're swinging off trees like if it's the ship it's like this is ridiculous um but i never stopped being interested in wanting to know what it was like to make a movie and i mm -hmm. used to always watch like the bonus features on dvds of Hell interviewing yes. directors yes. or watching the behind the scenes i, mean, I still quite, do yeah, I, I still do that. And quite often I watch that more. I used to watch that more than the actual movie. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was so cool. And I'm like, this is amazing. People get to do this for a living. Um, people get to write a movie. And I always wanted to do that. And then I'm trying to pick colleges. I'm trying to get into schools. And because I wasn't the greatest student, I'm not getting into like any of the ones that I want to. Right. Um, but I also wanted to play soccer. And... I remember going to a uh, like a showcase tournament in Omaha, Nebraska, of all places. And I'm thinking like, what? what? I don't, I've never even heard of Omaha, but all right, let's go. Um, playing in a tournament in a couple of weeks later, a coach calling me saying, hey, I want you on the team. And then I'm like, all right, yeah, that sounds all right. That sounds cool. Um, and I remember I, I was planning on going to art school for photography, but I also wanted to do this. I also wanted to do mm. that. And those were the schools that, like, I actually did get accepted into. Um, and I actually got, like, a really big offer from an art school back home. But they said, you can only focus on photography. I'm like, well, right. I don't want to do that. I also want to do video. I also want to do design. So then I came on my campus visit, um, met the team, thought it was cool. And I met the professors and the people in the communications program and for my undergrad and i said well i want to do this I'm like yeah okay it's like if i wanted to do video and design could i do that I'm like yeah of course you can why can't you um and and ever since then i've been making movies um you know and it was actually it was actually the shining of all movies in the world that actually 
well, I had seen it when I was a young kid. Um, I have an uncle that's more like an older brother because we're only like seven, eight years apart. Okay. And, um, mm-hmm. He used to like torment me, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> um, like beat me up, we like wrestle. But he used to put on the movie The Shining and like the scary parts for or Danny's oh, yeah. screaming red rum. And it's like, oh my God, it's so scary. <laughs> you know, like and, and I was like five years old. He's like putting it on, tormenting me in my grandparents' haunted house in the basement. But when I was an adult, I watched, you know, when I was like 17 or something like that, I watched it um, and I was just like absolutely terrified. But at the same time, like so fascinated. I'm like, I want to this is what I want to do. I want to make movies. And I'm like, you know, with The Shining, it's one of those like, you know, what's going on. But at a deeper level, you actually have like Mm -hmm. no idea what's going on. Yeah. But it's at the it's at the point where you're like you want you you stay with it. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes there's movies like you are completely lost and you're not invested with The yeah. Shining. You're invested. And like for me, that really sparked the interest for film and filmmaking um, and made me say, this is what I want to do with my life. Um, you know, um, if soccer doesn't work out or whenever, whenever soccer's over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's kind of what I've been doing since. And. And, and where yeah. did where where did the first like film festival come around? Like how how did how did that kind of happen? Um, there was something back home that was kind of like a festival, and they would show like um short films and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I just kind of went to films around here in the states, and I'm like, man, this seems pretty cool. You know, it seems alright. Um, and the way I got involved in this festival was I had made a short film, um. Which which was actually like quite terrible. Now that I watch it, it's funny. Um, yeah, but if you enjoyed yourself while you were making it, you know that, that's kind of that, that, right. that's half the point on that. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. So <clears throat> it, it, the film it was mediocre, and I actually had met Craig. Um, so my senior year of college, me and my best friend, who's also a filmmaker, um. We decided is like, hey man, let's make films our senior year because we were kind of like coasting our senior year, um, and so he went out and made a movie. I made a movie, and then um, the guy that was our DP, our director of photography, he ended up making a movie. He's like, well, let's make a movie too because he he's yeah. a year older than us. Like, so, so we all went to school, and then our friend Claire made a movie, and then there was a high school student in the community that made movies. Like, let's make a film festival. Why not? <laughs> so we did like one night showing <clears throat> before graduation of a film festival and i remember i met craig that night because jim uh lives in here in forest city um and he brought craig over and he introduced me to craig that night and he's like hey this is the president of the iowa independent film festival I'm like oh it's very nice to meet you um but i didn't really expect much because then like a month later i moved to california and then years later i moved back to iowa but i made this film and jim liked it. like hey i want to can I show it to a couple guys? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? And it was um, Craig and Terry, Craig Benaboos and Terry Harrison. Mm-hmm. And they came over and I walked them around where I work um, as a professor with our studios. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And they, we watched the movies like, Hey man, that's pretty good. Do you want to put it in our festival? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? And, um, and then we went and had dinner and then we got to know each other and have dinner a couple few, a few more times. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, Jim's like, hey, why don't you come to a meeting with me, um, a board meeting? I'm like, um, you know, like, is that allowed? You know, know. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought it was kind of weird for me. I'm like, I, I, I don't know what am I supposed to do. Just sit there and be like, yeah, that's <laughs> cool. 
Um, and little did I know, like that they that he invited me because they wanted me to join. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I joined the meeting, and I'm like, oh, this seems pretty cool. And I had been to their festival um, once or twice before, um, and I knew like I kind of wanted to get involved and into like the Iowa film scene. And I thought, well, this might be kind of cool. This might be fun. Um, one way to kind of give back to the community and and do something and. And ever since, ever since then, I've I haven't left. Um, and then eventually, I, I you know moved my way up to vice president, and then mm-hmm. um, president. And um, it's been a really fun ride, you know. Um, what have been the biggest lessons that you've learned over over this time? You know. Oh man, that is a that is a great question. Um, I mean, the biggest lesson is. You can't do everything. Um, mm. You can't. Ain't that the truth? Everything. You can't do everything. Um, as much as you want to, sometimes you you really yeah. need to lean on on your team, and I lean on my team quite often, um, and they lean on me, then they lean on each other. Um, you know, I mean, shoot, I was on the phone with a board member earlier today, and. <clears throat> Hey, how's this going? Okay, cool, great. Um, can you check in on on this person, see how they're doing, make sure they're doing okay, and yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, that's probably been the biggest biggest lesson is that um, you can't do everything, and that yeah. it really takes a team. And if anything, it's like making a movie. It takes a village to make a movie. It takes a village mm-hmm. to put on a festival. Um, you know, and you you need a you need to put some trust in your team that they're gonna do their job, and and if they need something, they're gonna reach out. Um, how, how do you how do you think that the Iowa you know independent film festival? I mean, I know you mentioned that you know you're proud that it contributes to the community and whatnot. But I'm kind of curious, you know, outside of like food trucks and things like that, like what do you think its contribution is to just the the Iowa film scene, if you will, as a whole? Um, so as a whole to the Iowa film scene, I mean, we're another venue for yeah. uh, Iowa filmmakers and and beyond. It's not just a place just for Iowa filmmakers, you know, all the films in our festivals are not just Iowa. I mean, we have a category for our Iowa filmmakers um, that they can, you know, submit to if they so choose. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It's all a mm-hmm. personal choice, but we're another venue within the state of Iowa um, that wants your work, you know, um, because most of us on the board are filmmakers or actors or, were in some capacity at some point in our lives. Um, you know, some, some of our board members are retired now, um, mm-hmm. you know, and some of us are very much still active in, in the workforce, uh, let alone the Iowa film scene. So for us, we see it as another, another location and venue for our Iowa, our fellow friends and, and family throughout the state that yeah. make work. Um, you know, we always hope that they consider us and we know sometimes they don't. And it's like, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, but we're, we're another place for you to submit and hopefully get accepted and and have a venue for you to in and in an audience. I think specifically for like just I broadly speaking would say the creative community. It's important to have, you know, outlets like that, but not only that, but just a, a place where you can know that you'll be in good company with with people that, you know, won't you know, judge you for being, you know, eccentric or kind of kooky or whatever it is. Cause sometimes, you know, creatives kind of get some, they get labels on them sometimes, you know, they're not like always everybody else. That's kind of what sets them apart from the rest. 
Um, you know, I know as a creative myself in a lot of different ways, when I was younger, I never even thought to like, even think that here in Iowa, uh, that, that there would be opportunities afforded to people where they could actually further either a technical craft with, whether it be the camera or production design or whatever, or doing something seriously on the stage and just kind of, kind of that, just having to be taken seriously. I unfortunately, I think was among many in Iowa where, I like many am like, oh, this is just a flyover state, you know, all the movie magic and stuff like that. It happens in, you know, L.A. It happens in New York. And, you know, this is just kind of, you know, a bunch of farmers with pitchforks. It's like not. I mean, it's 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 there for sure. But I think I think I was just changed a lot over the years. And the more I've kind of made proactive efforts in my own way uh, to reach out and try to see if there is an audience out here and the answer is there is and, and those people need a place like this they need opportunities like this to be able to showcase their talents because otherwise you know if you don't have an audience when you're doing this stuff you kind of feel like you're going mad <laughs> oh yeah totally. I, I, I don't know how else to say it it's like you're you not wrong. feel like you're going crazy yeah i mean you're you're not wrong i mean <clears throat> early in my film career um you know i made films i was very proud of it i'm like hell yeah this is awesome <laughs> and then you submit it and nothing yeah um you know i remember there was one film i made and it didn't get accepted into a single film festival um that probably hurt oh yeah it it, it very much hurt and i was going crazy yeah. like you were saying i was going absolutely insane because it's like i want to be part of that you yeah. know um and if anything, like I laugh at it now and I'm like super thankful for that happening, even though like it totally sucked at the time is because it kind of gave me that fire and that drive. It's like, you know what? Fine. I will show you that I I can do this, um, mm -hmm. you know, and you're not wrong when as artists we want to express ourselves and, you know, we, we want that audience. We want that crowd to see our work, whether it's film, photography, yeah. painting it's you know we're artists we want to share it with the world we don't want to just keep it to ourselves there's no way as an artist you want to keep it inside you want it out there yeah. in the world you know and i feel like people a lot of people want their works to have greater resonance beyond i think just themselves um you know i i, I again I, I can just only speak for my own experience and whatnot but to me, the filmmakers that I've talked to in the the limited time, I guess you could say I've been doing this. I've been doing this for about three years now. Um, I just think that there's a, a great a great sense from a lot of them that they want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. You oh, know, yeah. they, they, they don't want their stuff to be siloed off and whatnot. And like, even if it just means that they're like a piece of like a much grander puzzle. But if that puzzle leads to joy and happiness and conversation about you know whether it be important issues or just people laughing their ass off at a comedy like it brings people together in ways that i i have yet to see any other form of uh of media art or you know even community gatherings be able to do i nothing really quite does it to me like movies do oh yeah 100 percent um <clears throat> you know I, I think about some of the film festivals i've been to um whether i'm a participant or just going um and you see people that you know that maybe you didn't expect to to be there or you know we're going to be there and it's like oh i, I want to hey what time is your movie i want to make sure i'm there yeah. 
um, or what time is your script reading? I want to make sure I'm there. And most of the time, you're not the only person asking that person what time is their they're showing mm-hmm. because they want to go and support you. They want to see your work. Um, and it's always fun to see that group of people getting together to meet up to go watch the movie or, hey, let's go talk about what you did at the after party or you just see them in the lobby and they're just having mm-hmm. the time of their life. <laughs> um, you know, you're right. I can't think of, I can't think of doing that at like a photography exhibit that I've been to. I can't think of, mm-hmm. um, you know, a painting, <clears throat> not that it doesn't happen, but not to this level, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a joy to be part of the Iowa film scene and be part of the Iowa film festival list um and and i i think for the people listening just what he just said iowa film festival scene and there being a list there's not just one festival there's multiple i i I just feel like it's important to stress that because i know for a fact that there's people that are listening and that there's others that are out there that don't realize what's here in the state they Mm -hmm. don't and, yeah. and, and I and I don't blame them. I mean, it, it's hard. I mean, I, I got connected with this stuff because I am a very passionate person about movies. Seriously. So I look to further my own craft and my own creative medium being podcasting and content creation. Uh, it dabbles in the filmmaking world. I'm a graphic design background, just like yourself. Um, so myself, it's like I was already predisposed, so to speak, to find and eventually seek this stuff out. And I just know there's there's a lot more out there that want to. Uh, they just either feel like it's just you know too hard to find the information, or it's intimidating to you know go to it alone and not know anybody. And it's like I'm I'm just here to tell people this festival, and I can promise you, even the other ones I haven't been to here in the state, they're not like that. They are a welcoming atmosphere. You don't have to be intimidated. There are people that are like you. And they will want to help you. And if nothing else, like just just make friends with you. Just have a good time. I mean, it's just nice to be able oh, yeah. to have long form discussions about movies with you know somebody that actually can can sometimes handle it, so to speak. I sometimes I, I meet people that like movies, and it's like, well, you like movies, or or do you like movies? Like how right. how how, how much can you really yeah. talk about it? <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, th- there is indeed a list of film festivals um if you yeah, go to multiple Iowa, um i mean they have a whole list of of what the festival is and where it's located yeah. um you know and i mean you're right we're, we're there for you um yeah. <clears throat> and, and the the big thing that you may not realize if you're listening is um we've all been there you know um especially like if you're into film and you're just starting out we've all been there where you're eager, but you have no idea. You want to go, but you don't want to go because you don't know mm-hmm. anyone. You, you're kind of scared. You're kind of shy. Even if like you're super outgoing, you're, yeah. you you still don't know. It's like, well, what's it going to be like? Are, are these people going to be cool? I don't know. You know, are they? Gonna oh, I I, I always I always <laughs> tell people, Charlie, like just people I meet. Like I, I'm not the type that like gives out advice that often, but if I have any piece of advice that I sometimes impart, it is this. If anybody out there is ever looking for a boost in your confidence and you, and you want to help your own image, go to an event where you don't know anybody by yourself. Yeah. It doesn't have to just be a film festival. Like, like it could be like a conference. It can be a workshop. It can just be like a coffee shop or whatever. Um, it says a lot about how comfortable you are kind of in your own skin if you can do that. 
And then if you're successful at it, even just once it gets addictive and then you're like, yes. Oh, I can do this more. I don't yeah. have to be so afraid of this stuff. And yeah. then and it gets easier. Yeah. And that's exactly it gets that. Easier. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, like I was saying, like we were all there, the kind of adding to that vice. The biggest thing is show up that, that that's all you got to do. Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember I went to a festival once, didn't know anyone, no clue. And I'm like, that they've, they've told me this place is pretty cool. Um, and I got out of film screening and I didn't know what to do. Cause I'm like, well, I've got time in between the next film block. And I just kind of stood there <laughs> cause I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of a first timer here. This was years ago. So mm-hmm. I kind of got on my phone and I saw the, the filmmaker there that, um, who just did his talk and we kind of made like locked eyes and he just came over and he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm so-and-so. Yeah. And he's a friend now. Um, Mm-hmm. Just show up because all of us have been there. Most of us will recognize. Oh, okay, <laughs> hold on. Let let me let let me come talk to you. Let me come help you. Let me feel comfortable. You yeah. want to hang out with us? Come on. You know, um, creatives can kind of be creatives. Sometimes embody that kind of outsider uh, mentality. Sometimes you know because you know not <laughs> all of them are extremely extroverted. Are comfortable on the camera. Like there's some that like they they really care about the art. But, the, you know, they're not the people person on that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. It's super it's super intimidating. But um, I just always try to promote that message anytime I talk about festivals, because I really want people to feel more inclusive and comfortable in these things. And you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be so intimidated by it. I mean, like we're, we're here for each other. Like this is a community. Like you said, you you meet people at one. Chances are they're going to be at other festivals and then you meet more through them. And then you start seeing that there's this community that almost travels like a road show. They just go around to these things. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's fun. It's great fun. It is, it is a lot of fun. I mean, shoot. I think one year I went to like four different festivals and it was like literally like good. a group of us like going from one <laughs> to the next to the next. And it was like. Where are we going next week? You know, <laughs> you going to that one? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll go. You know, so I mean, you're going to meet the so, coolest people there. So I got one more one more question I want to ask you. Then I got a couple, I, I would call it like rapid fire questions. And then I'll start to Ooh. wind this down here. Okay. I, I, I prepared some fun ones. I, I tried Ooh. to. Right, try, tried to. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to throw out as well and just kind of get your take on this, too, because we've talked about community a couple of times uh, throughout the episode. Um but I, I, I want to tell the people that are listening that, you know, when you attend these things, aside from the networking, being around a tight community and getting to see some really interesting work from uh, either experienced filmmakers or first time, I always try to also say that it's a way to support the greater community as a whole, because like you said, there are sponsors that help to raise and sponsor money for the festival itself. Uh, you mentioned that there can be food trucks there and other local vendors and whatnot. So know that when you go to these festivals you're not just supporting you know people that care about making movies in iowa but you're also throwing money i would hope money because i always say to vote with your wallet when it comes to stuff because that's (laughs) that's that's where people that run the numbers will see they look at the numbers they're like what's profitable what's not your what you decide to spend money on speaks volumes uh so i'm just curious yourself charlie i mean like would you have anything to say about the greater community impact that that does have and it being able to give money to things like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, film festivals certainly have an economic impact, um, in said community that that film festival 
is at. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and what I mean by that is if you go to a film festival, um, chances are you're going to get hungry. So you need to go find some food. Um, and there's a very high chance that, especially if you've never been to that community. Um, Which I have not been to the Mason City Clear yeah, Lake area. So like, just to have, clarify, it'll be the first time when I go. <laughs> so like, I'm going to go tell you, hey, if you like pizza, go check out XYZ because they're friends of the festival or, hey, they are literally like two doors down yeah. from our venues. Um, and now <clears throat> you're spending money on a local um, mm-hmm. entity that, um, that you know, exactly. in long term goes back into the community somehow. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you might need a hotel room and that's going to go back into the community. Um you might do a little shopping while you're there. Um, goes back into the community. So a lot of the time, yeah. film festivals are also an opportunity for um, these local businesses to get out there, whether they're sponsoring part of it or they're mm-hmm. just um, in one particular spot. Like I think of, um, like I'm going to pick on a Snake Alley, Snake Alley Festival of Film down in Burlington. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> There is a particular coffee shop that I always go to because it's like literally kitty corner to the to the theater. And they also have really good coffee and even better, like it's kind of like a dog themed coffee shop. So they have like stuff for your dog. And if you know me, like I'm a huge dog person, like, well, what's your favorite dog? uh oh gosh my favorite dog is probably my current dog because she's adorable amazing they she is a golden retriever australian shepherd mix Um, i mean that sounds like a good potent mix i I, i'm terrible like when someone says like oh it's like five breeds blended in the one i'm like i i don't know what that looks like yeah Yeah. pick one or two and there you go um yeah, no, I mean, she's yeah, she's she's amazing. Awesome. Like I, I'm I'm that kind of dog person that like, like when I was in college, I think about I actually told like my I think my mom about this recently, that there was a college party, I'd, college house party I'd go to, and most of the time I'd go, you know, get a drink or whatever. But people would be like, oh, where's he at? And I'd be mm-hmm. in the corner of the living room playing with the the dog that lived there. <laughs> Not hanging out with the people that I went to school with. I'm like, ah, I'll see you in class, man. I want to play with Roscoe over here. I want to play with the dog. You know? It's like I'm so, around people. I'm around people all day. Like, let me spend some time with the animals. Right, right. So yeah, I always like I think about that place every time I go to Burlington. And I only know of that place because when I went to the festival, I walked around like, well, it's eight yeah. in the morning. I want a cup of coffee. And and yeah. it's a it's it's not a franchise, it's a local place. Yeah. Uh, you know, so when you go to these festivals, you're you're good. Most of the time, you're going to end up supporting yeah. a local <clears throat> business um, of some sort, whether it's getting a cup of coffee from a local coffee shop, um, you know, in a scone. And oh, I'm mm-hmm. hungry. Some lunch. I'm going to stop at you know this this pizza place that's got you know fire pizza. You know the mm-hmm. fire and yeah. oh, you know I'm <clears throat> the local ice cream shop and. And, you know, so there in, in hotels, there's always some sort of economic value that yeah. goes back into the community, um, which is awesome, you know, which yeah. is, is a really big thing for us. I think it's a, I think it's a big deal for just about any community, because I'm sure you're probably like myself, where you almost get tired of seeing yet another Starbucks get constructed oh, and, and yeah. things like that. You're like, oh, Jesus, like there's some right. other poor schmuck's going to spend nine dollars on a cup of sugar known as coffee. Right. <laughs> but 
but I just think it, it does speak a lot to um, the value that I think a festival does bring to the area. It's not just about the, you know, the, you know, the film nerds that get together and watch all their movies and the filmmakers that, you know, get to screen them and be amongst their peers. I mean, yes, that's there. But let's not forget about what it does bring the community, because I, I just personally speaking, I'm a person that does like the shop local. Um, I would say I'm a minimalist in a lot of extent. So like, I don't collect like a lot of clutter, but if I'm at an event like yours and I'm taking part in it and doing it, I got no problem dropping money at a place like <laughs> that. Cause I know it's not going to the Starbucks that doesn't frankly need my money. Like right. they don't, yeah. um, it, it's going to people that have, you know, worked really hard to support themselves and, you know, Mason City, Clear Lake, it's not like I would imagine. It's probably not like New York where they have like people, some people right. wandering around all the time, you know, like they, they, they count on events like this. It helps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, and, and I mean, we even <clears throat> have some of our sponsors that, um, you know, they put an ad in our, in our program. And if you show up, you can get a, a deal. If you show up with your festival pass, you can get a deal on whatever it is, you know. Speak, um, speaking of deals. I think that you mentioned to me before we recorded and when we were first connecting, you said there's a promo code for people if they are interested in the festival, at least through, I think, the end of August is what you said. Yeah. So the end of August. So it's going to end August 31st. Yep. Um, you can get, oh gosh, what is it? 15% off of uh, any ticket type, whether it's a full weekend pass or a day pass. Mm -hmm. um, you can get 15% off and in the checkout, when you're ready to check out, you put the discount code IIFF 2023 AUG15, and it will give you 15% off your tickets. So, and this is only valid, at least the 15% off is only valid online until July 31st well all august 31st or august 31st yeah I, keep, yeah I got you i keep like <laughs> no, I this got festival you. weird has been this <laughs> festival year has been weird like there's been times i've been making like graphics and i don't know why but in my head i keep putting mm -hmm. august 8th and 9th and then i'm like wait no it's september guy what are you doing it's because so, yeah, you're bouncing between all the things it's you oh, know it's sometimes know. difficult to keep track of it it's all good it is. Yeah. i will put i will put that promo code in the description of this episode and obviously it'll be up you know well before the end of august because it's not really fair if i'm like you have 24 hours like right. <laughs> hurry right. up right yeah. um yeah. That and you said first and you said that uh, if I'm not mistaken, we we didn't say it yet in the episode, but correct me if I'm wrong. The full weekend, thirty bucks. A day yep. pass, twenty bucks. Correct. And then this code would be fifteen percent off of either of those, right? Yep, online only. I um, mean, that sounds like a pretty sweet deal to me. So. Yeah, I mean, and 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 even more so if you get your full weekend pass tickets, which are thirty bucks, um, you know, you're gonna get. To watch six, you you have the ability to watch sixty one movies, thirty movies, something like that, um, and they're all from two minutes long to some close to two hours. Um, and with if you purchase a full weekend pass, you're going to get a food voucher for a free meal from our food truck that will be after our awards ceremony on Saturday night, um, right outside of Mason City Brewing. Um, which is going to be right outside the after party. So you'll be able to yeah. <clears throat> walk right over, right up the block, get some food, head in for a beer and, and have a good night of, of hanging out with people. 
I'm really, I'm really excited just, just from my own end here. I just, just getting to know the area. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to check it out. Cause I mean, I've, I've been an Iowa native most of my life, but I, I've never been up that way. Never yeah, have. It's, it's a, it's a cool spot. I mean, you know, Clear Lake is a resort town. So there's big giant lake. Um, yeah. And it's, we also have the surf in, in, uh, the surf ballroom, I think is what it's technically called in Clear Lake. Uh-huh. And if you know anything about history, that's where, um buddy holly the big bopper and richie valens had their last concert before their plane crashed um, no shit really okay yeah i didn't know that, yeah. Didn't know that. Wow. oh yeah you could actually go to it and they have like a museum and you can they took the like the payphone that they used to make their last call and they like took oh, it they actually have it in a display case <laughs> eerie. And other stuff from from <clears throat> those guys and in clear lake you can actually go to the crash site um where the crash happened and um it's kind of cool because what they did was they got these like concrete pillars and on them are like big black um glasses that like um uh buddy holly used to wear and it's the exact site where they where they unfortunately lost their lives in the plane crash but we have that in the surf and that's it's actually kind of like a big highlight this year Mm -hmm. is we actually have a film um, not to like highlight any film, but this one in particular, mm-hmm. that deals very much with our area in Clear Lake is that um, it's a movie called Bopper and Me. It was actually created by a gentleman out of England, and he's actually coming, I believe, bringing some family members, uh, wow, the Big awesome. Bopper. Um, but his goal is to get the Big Bopper into the Music Hall of Fame, um, and a lot of it was shot in and around the Mason City in Clear Lake area. Um, you know, and, and the whole surf ballroom, um, is kind of a big, big thing in the community of Clear Lake that every year they have the winter dance party and kind of redoing that night. Um, so that's a big thing to go and check out is the surf ballroom. It's an amazing, historic, beautiful place. Um, you know, and, and our downtowns and both Mason city and Clear Lake have, have excellent, um, you know, food options and drink options and shopping if you're interested. And they're all local, you know, there's, we don't necessarily like have a franchise pizza shop in downtown. No, but I, I wouldn't want there to be. No, I wouldn't yeah, want there I mean, to be. Yeah, don't go to the, <laughs> they're going to be fine. You know, go, go to the local. You got, you got a favorite kind of pizza? Oh man. Um, I mean, all pizza is good pizza. I mean, I'm sure I you've love, heard that. So but... here, here's the thing. I love pizza if i could yeah. eat two foods for the rest of my life and it like had no effect on like like my body yeah. like like you know getting high cholesterol or anything it would be pizza and street tacos um mm, yeah those are good but pizza yeah i mean i don't know it's tough it is tough because like i could always go up for a deep dish but then if you just give me like a big old mm. new york style slice i'm still happy yeah oh but like wood fire is also really amazing so i don't know man like pizza's pizza is the way (laughs) i see it you know that's why i'd be like best friends with the teenage mutant ninja turtles you know because they're always into pizza did you ever have a favorite turtle i didn't no no i kind of didn't i just i I always like the one that like pizza that's the the orange banded one i sound like a jackass because i should know his name i know (laughs) Raphael's like the the fighting one and there's like donatello and i I can't remember the angelo Raphael. yeah yeah good good lord obviously not a devout turtle fan i could go see the new movie but 
Um, let me let me ask you some fun questions here. But we'll right, we'll, we'll end end the stuff on a on a fun note here. I tried to come up with some squirrely ones for you. So, right. if the Iowa Independent Film Festival, if they had a theme song, right? What would the theme song or a song that would sort of encapsulate the vibe and the overall essence of the Iowa Independent Film Festival? What what, what would that be? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, Cal, um, <laughs> gosh, I feel like I need to open up my Spotify. Um, I, I do that all the time because, like, I'm always like flipping around and listening to different stuff. I, I'm a music head in a lot of ways uh, as well, but definitely more movies. Okay, okay. If there was a theme song, yeah, for the festival. I mean, I know you guys put up uh, put up a trailer. I don't think that had a theme. Well, maybe it had a theme song in it, but um, right. <clears throat> yeah, it go a lot like, of different stuff, ways. Like instrumental music. Okay. Um, like orchestral, maybe like something composed. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, okay, so if it was a theme, I don't know. All right, I'm not gonna lie. You know what popped in my head right away? Yeah, it was me. the theme song from Cheers. <laughs> and I don't know why it just popped in my head. So maybe I mean, that's, that's a good vibe, though. It's, it's welcoming. Know. It's fun. I like you know? that. Now, what if the Iowa Independent Film Festival uh, had? had like a movie genre like if it was you know again just kind of the overall vibe for it you know would you consider the festival is it a comedy is it a drama is it a suspenseful thrill ride a rom-com um (coughs) dramedy that's always one of my favorite genres the blending of genres hmm let's see here if i were to give the festival an overall genre yeah it would probably be like a sitcom. A, no, I'd probably say it's more like a dramedy. Yeah. yeah. Where's the drama? Where's the drama come from? Just because some, I mean, I'm sure some of the movies are serious. Yeah, certainly that. And we yeah. do get quite a bit of comedies too. So it's, it's like kind of between those two, I would mm. say. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd probably say that now. Tell me uh, one either funny incident or story or something that the general public would not know that's happened at the Iowa Independent Film Festival. Like something, some weird behind the scenes story or something where you're just like, I can't believe that went down and we survived it. Like anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I promise I'm going to do better about it this year, but nobody has any idea. (laughs) And I laugh. And stress myself out about it every time I think about it. Yeah. But last year, I had some board members that weren't able to be, like, as heavily involved as normal because of some personal um, reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of had to take on a little bit more. Um, And the awards ceremony I produced while the films were being shown. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so everyone is at the festival watching the movies and i'm up in the booth you know making sure the movies are playing and i'm on the other computer like typing furiously <laughs> editing this and editing that and adding this oh my god and, i mean I was, <laughs> dude, I was freaking out <laughs> like i tried to get to it earlier in the week but there were some more pressing things i had to get done yeah. by the days and i'm like i guess i'm doing it during the <laughs> festival on the last day so why not put a fire under my ass and say it's gonna be in 12 hours get it done and you got it done oh yeah and it was awesome it's sweet 
And and would have anyone have known that oh, you were having this, this freak out battle? Like, no, no. nobody had no clue. And then so everyone now and then, like a board member would like come up to the booth to, it's like, hey, so and so is here. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'd like collect, like it was, <laughs> like Eric, Eric uh, Freezy from the yeah. Film Festival was there last year. Uh-huh. Uh And I came out of the booth and like we're good friends. He's like, hey, dude, how's it going? I'm like, oh, it's going great. You know, we're doing fine. <laughs> no hitches, nothing bad. And I'm over here like. <laughs> Thinking, okay, the next slide I have to do is this one. And then I have, if I put yeah. the sound effect here, and then it'll go off of that. And then the cue is on here, and then <laughs> RMC, and then, <clears throat> yeah. So that's Jesus. kind of the behind the scenes was like uh, kind of doing it on the fly. Is like, oh, well, thank God I know how to do do this. But, you know, that's but that's the reason why you're president. That's the very reason why you're president is because no, that's the sign of true leadership is when shit like that goes down or you end up putting yourself in a corner. Yeah. And and no, and no no one is none the wiser. They they have no idea. Yeah. And you survive it. And and then, yeah, you definitely learn to laugh at it because in the moment, it's it's probably not funny. Oh, yeah. And, and, (laughs) And the other thing was there was no rehearsal for my my slides. It was one of those, like, <laughs> it's a good thing I know how to do this because I, I I used to be an AV tech for um, okay hotel system, so I know how it how it how to run shows last minute on the fly, and it's like yeah. I walked in there saying it's gonna be fine, and I'm looking at my MCs who were board members. I'm like, just read the script. I'm gonna take care of you, and I'm just thinking. In my head, I'm like, hit this cue then. I didn't really have, like, a script to go off that I nearly did, like I normally do. And it was like, just go. Um, and if there's a hitch, keep going. They're not even going to notice. And no one had any idea that <laughs> I'm in the back, basically, like, on fire, if you will, like, just trying to make it work, which is just, like, I laugh at it now. But at the time, I was like, oh, my God, I'm ready to throw up. Um, that's that's part of the rush. That's part of the rush, though, man. Like uh, yeah. that's part of what keeps you alive. Keep keeps your blood pumping. The, oh, yeah. Those oh. time, those crazy times. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah that that will not happen again this year. I'm currently working on the award ceremony. <laughs> as 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 in like I'm thinking about starting it uh-huh. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but if you can if you can crank out what you just said that you cranked out and what would you say like twelve hours you gave yourself to yeah something you know, like that make yeah you'll you'll be fine you'll be just yeah, fine it'll work out it's gonna and work. the thing and the thing is I you know I try to tell myself this uh, in, in a different aspect of my life but like sometimes like when like we try to strive for perfection on certain things specifically creative things you know to us we notice everything. Oh, you, oh, know, yeah. d- you know, you oh, know, down down to like every, you know, down to the period on something if it's a written thing. But then even after the fact, it's always something where it's like if I could have had more time, you know, yeah. I, I, w- I would have done something else, uh, something else with it. But the point being with this is that, you know, who doesn't really notice stuff? The people that are coming. They have yeah. no idea. They, they have, have no idea. idea. <laughs> you, you, you could actually have something get completely a slop ass mess. But if you carry yourself with conviction and you and like you have enough confidence with it. They might mm-hmm. just be like, oh, okay, like whatever, like yeah, eh, yeah. it's fine. Most I like this guy. Just like, it's oh, okay, cool, whatever, and then <laughs> they move on. It's like, oh, okay, no big deal. So yeah, puts a lot but, of that pressure off yourself. But yeah. but but still, that, that it, that's uh, that's always the struggle I find is like you have to push yourself to to further your art and to further your talents, which means pushing, stretching your mental bandwidth, stretching your technical capabilities, and you can't get that way by playing things too lax. So it's oh, like yeah. there, there, there's always a there's always a battle that happens there. Um, last question: 
if you could have any famous actor, actress, whether they are alive or dead, show up to your festival, who would it be? Oh, man, we've actually kind of discussed this. Have you? Yeah, a little bit. Um, <clears throat> it's almost would... like the it's almost like the question of like if you could sit down and like have a beer with like right anybody that you're fascinated with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think we would probably say someone that is from Iowa. Um, okay, want the Iowa roots? So like somebody like Ashton Kutcher. Um, okay, yeah, he, he does come to mind when you say Iowa a lot. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. Um. I think Elijah Wood's from here. Elijah Wood, yeah. Elijah Wood, Lashton Kutcher. Um, oh gosh, there uh what was her name? She passed recently, but she was from Des Moines. Um, she was in Young Frankenstein. Cloris Leachman? Yeah, Cloris Leachman. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. I was like, man, how cool would that be? Um That lady was a legend. She was oh, in a lot of things. Awesome. She was awesome. So Anytime we've ta- kind of talked about like trying to get like a, you know, like a big name celebrity, sure. I will say we've always focused on an Iowa tie. Um, okay. It probably does but, help. I mean, yeah. for sure. Right. Um, I think, I think technically, I mean, I might be mistaken, but I want to say like Jason Momoa's like more yeah, he's born like, here or like yeah, he, was he was here like, for a minute. And then um, what was that actor? Brandon Roth? The guy that played like, yeah, Superman, yeah, Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it's crazy because they like went to high school together, and at like one point, their soccer team had Superman and Aquaman on the team. It's like what? That you is kind of wild. That's wild it's to just, think about, right? So yeah, that'd be kind of cool too. Um, mm. Jason Momoa just walked up and <laughs> oh, I'm like just. Just go in, dude. Just go in, say hello, and and thank you. You know. You know. You know. I actually. I let let me voice this for a second because I don't think I've ever like actually expressed this before. But I've always told myself like I, I don't. I highly doubt it would ever happen. But say one day, I don't know, twenty years from now, I I become some mega celebrity or something like that. Then I just. Have... I don't know. Well, <laughs> I appreciate I the support, <laughs> <laughs> but I always like either wonder or kind of don't understand like certain like big celebrities like to me like it would be like the most mind-blowing thing in the world like if you had i mean i don't know say al pacino say al pacino just as a name i just threw out of the hat if he's just like you know what i'm gonna go to this little tiny festival or i'm gonna go talk to this person that doesn't have like 10 million followers or something like that and just give them the the shot of a lifetime or, or just give them, like, the opportunity of a lifetime to just, you know, show that we go all the way down to that level. Like, I just think it'd be the coolest thing in the world. Like, if some like if more, more people of celebrity would go out of their way to not always just go to, like, the big Comic-Cons and things like that. Like, right. go down to some of these smaller festivals, man. Like, you, you would make people's life. It'd be the story of a lifetime. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, and I know, like, I it's, you know, they, they probably wouldn't get, obviously, like, a lot of money. They'd probably get as many free things as they want, I'm sure. But right. <laughs> I'm just like, damn it, man. Like, come on, do this for the people. Like, like show people, like, that aren't in, like, Hollywood and whatnot that this stuff is possible. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Um, <clears throat> I actually have a friend. She's an actress that, like, went to some festival, and I cannot remember where. Um. 
and it wasn't like you know it wasn't like um tribeca you know the yeah. first top tier ones i mean it was like one of those small ones that it, it's really a local one type of thing mm-hmm. um and she went and posted pictures of like her and like I think Scorsese or his, and his daughter were there. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you have to tell me about this. Like, yeah, she wanted to go, and he like showed oh up. My God. He, like he showed up for like 20 minutes and left, but then she hung out like Scorsese's daughter. I'm like, still, like still. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Scor- Scorsese is like arguably like the like the, the top. Yes, yeah, like, it's like the Mount. It's 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 the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's to- he's in there. Totally. Totally up there. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, like I hung out with her all night and partied. I'm like, <laughs> jaw drop, you know, hyperventilating over here. I'm trying. Yeah. Have you ever had that, like that uh, starstruck moment or you ever like met somebody like really famous ever before? Uh, yeah. So last time I was in L.A., I was finishing my master's um, and I was there for, oh, gosh, two or three weeks. And we had like a ton of conferences and meetings and, and we met like um, one of the NBC um, executives, um, which was really cool. He was actually like one of the executive producers of the good place. Um, oh, okay. Which yeah. Was really the, cool. the, that's the Kristen Bell, like Ted dancing yeah. show, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but then after we met with him um, and like, we had been to other places. Like I remember, um, I went out, we went out to dinner, us grad school kids, and we had this like really cool pizza place and we were meeting with, um, he was the editor of, he, he like edited a ton of movies, but at the time he was showing us how he edited and colored the Pikachu movie, which was pretty cool. Wow. When we went to go have dinner, um, about, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 feet away from me at another table um the actress let me gosh let me remember her name um carrie russell was right there just sure yeah and she was there with a friend and her daughter and the daughter was like kind of sitting next to me like a toddler and had screamed and it it kind of made me jump (laughs) because i didn't expect it and i turned just to like yeah what in the world and and the lady was like oh i'm so sorry i'm like oh no no it's it's okay it's okay and i look over and there there she is i'm like that's cool but then after we met with that executive on the NBC lot, um, he's like, well, you're on the lot, so just hang out, you know, get yourself some lunch. Um, if they ask who you're with, just say you're with me. That'll get you anywhere. <laughs> and, and he basically said, he's like, the only rule mm-hmm. is if if there's a if there's a, a sound stage and it's not open, just don't go inside. It's like. Okay, cool. You know, because they're filming. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah We don't yeah. quite have that clearance. And, he, and he's like, all right. And I remember I had turned, I'm like walking on the sidewalk with my with my my fellow grad students, and 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 I and I had turned the corner, and someone was walking on the same sidewalk, turning the corner as well. And it was one of those like almost bumped into the person, mm. you know, like you're just walking in a hallway type of thing. Is like, oh, I'm so sorry. And it was America Ferrera. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And, and she, you know, super kind. She's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. No worries. You guys on the lot? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, we got to go. And she, they had like a food truck on the lot. And she was going there with her assistant and her manager. And we're just like, is that America <laughs> Ferrero? like, yeah. I'm like, huh, that's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I've ran into America Ferrera. Um, 
And then when I lived in L.A., I drove right next to um, the guy. Let me find his name. Ty Burrell, who plays Phil Dunphy in Modern Family. That was pretty cool. Um, Interesting. So, but yeah, America Ferrera was probably one of the biggest celebs that I like ran into. And it was like a I mean, I had to do a double take. I'm like, nah, yo, <laughs> yeah, that's America Ferrera. That's pretty cool. All right. Be cool, man. Don't be awkward, you know. And she was super kind. She was like, yeah. But you know, it's like, you know, I I can't say like I've met like like mega mega famous people. I've had a couple of bumpins with some, but there is something about it. Like when you meet a celebrity, even if it's just for like an instance, like there is there is like a moment where you know you're just like, are you like human? Like it's like I'm so used to like I'm so used to seeing you on a screen and 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 like in in Uh sometimes fantastical settings that it's just like, oh wow, like this is like so bizarre. Like I'm just seeing you uh, in a setting like this. But you just have to remember they're people, you know. Oh yeah, totally, totally. I think I think probably like the neatest one I had in in recent memory, and then and then I promise we'll finally wind this down. I, I, it was, it was one of the coolest things re- in recent memory. Uh, the, the primary cast of Napoleon Dynamite was doing a, a screening and Q and A at the Paramount Theater in Cedar Rapids, uh, and they did like a VIP, uh, a VIP event, and I got to meet uh, John Heater and then Efren uh, Ramirez and then the guy that plays Uncle Rico, uh, John Grice, oh, I think is his Grice. name. Um, yeah, and it was. I, I I did a podcast about it earlier on, like when the when the incident happened. But I always tell the story when I met John Heater because, I mean, a like I mean they were all super cool. Um, like it wasn't like an overly expensive VIP. I mean, like it was affordable. They gave autographs. Like I have like the poster of it framed up back here. Um, but what I what was special about it for me was that that movie Napoleon Dynamite. I absolutely despised it when it came out. Really. <laughs> Yeah, because it, it, it well, because it came out and then I want to say it was like, I don't know, maybe like a few months after it started like getting popular. Like that's kind of like when high school was like beginning yeah. for me. Yeah. And I was a very different person in high school. Like I was, oh, sure. oh, I was mega awkward, just like shy as shit. Like doing this type of thing would horrify me back then. Right. <laughs> like right. all the stuff, but I would, I would get teased mercilessly for the napoleon dynamite uh dynamite movie because people would say i was like the main guy because like i had like this like monotone voice and was kind of dorky and awkward and you know not confident in myself and all this stuff so it's like i i kind of like grew to resent this movie i'm just like this movie like no i hate this movie i got made fun of because of this movie right and then it's like years later i appreciate the comedy i i appreciate the filmmaking it's it's just a really fun wholesome comedy and then to meet the guy i told him i'm like I just want to let you know, it's like this movie was like the worst for me. Like I got made fun of like nonstop for this thing, but just letting you know, like, it, it, like I appreciate this. Appreciate you coming here to Cedar right. Rapids. Cause we don't, we don't get a you know, ton of stuff like that. Right. Not really not here in Iowa. And it was just, it was a nice full circle moment to like, you know, start with something that I had a different, completely different opinion on. And then, you know, it only took like 20 years. And then now I right. have, I have a much different opinion of it. Right. And he, and he was super cool about it. Like he, he kind of said what you said. He's just like, oh yeah, like, like high school sucks. Like, right, don't yeah, worry about exactly. it, man. Like it, it's, it's cool. <laughs> no, it's gosh, I can't believe I forgot. I actually met those three too. It did it? Completely forgot about it. And I kind I forget about it because it like, it was, li- it literally met them like the week that the world was shutting down during COVID. Uh, Oh shit! Uh, 
I met them at DMAC for like an event and like like they were super cool, super chill. Yeah. Reese was like, I had like the same boots as him. He's like, dude, nice boots. And then like John Heater's like talking about his boots. He's like, I got cool boots, man. <laughs> like, um, and then a friend, like, as soon as I walked up, he and I started talking Spanish to each other. I was like, hell yeah, connecting on a cultural st- standpoint. So yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, those guys are really cool. So, yeah, I just like that they're very, very cool. Um, very, very down to earth, uh, nice. Yeah. I, I even I even like it too that because I know not not every actor will do this. Because you know, some actors you know, they're so known for a certain role, which certainly John Heater, you would argue, is known yeah. very, very much so for that. And, you know, sometimes, like, if you ask, like, hey, can you say that line? Or, like, can you, like, do that thing? You know, sometimes they get, you know, some yeah, of them they get pissed. Get like, they're just like, ah, I don't really want you to do that. No, he was cool about that. Like, he'd be yeah. like, you want me to do the face? Like, you want me to do the thing? Like, like well, I'll do it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Um, but dude, this, this was a pleasure talking with you for this long. I wasn't sure exactly how long this was going to go, but, yeah, I no. mean... Actually, I okay. I, I I have a really bad habit of doing this. I'm terrible at this. I do have one final question. I swear to God, it's it's the last one. Okay, you ready? It's right, a very simple. It's a very simple one. Right. Why should I? Why should I come to the Iowa Independent Film Festival? Why should you come to the Iowa Independent Film Festival? Yeah. Why should somebody come? Because we're awesome, and I really want people to show up. <laughs> <laughs> please Uh, please come yeah please come if you can't tell i'm a little stressed um no um we take really good care of our filmmakers um you know like i said most of us are involved in the film industry in some capacity Mm -hmm. so we've been to lots of film festivals we've been to lots of events like this um and a lot of filmmakers say after the fact that hey i want to come back um because you guys took really good care of me and more importantly you took really good care of my work um and that's something as you know a filmmaker myself when i submit to a film festival i want to make sure that they're going to respect my work and and show it in a good respectful manner Mm -hmm. um and we take that very very seriously um at our festival is if you're a filmmaker and you come, we're going to take care of you. We're going to make sure that um, you feel included and that you feel seen. Um, no. Whether it's your work or you as a you as a person, you know, um, the film industry as a whole has really struggled to make sure that everyone is seen. I would say, you know, whether it's how, how so. I would, you know, like I, I think about myself. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm a. My my parents are, are Mexican immigrants. Are both from Mexico. Right. There's not many films out there that are about people like me. You know, um, there's not a lot of, you know, and if there is, it's a lot of stereotypes. You know, but we want to make sure. sure that we're a venue that you will be seen and your work will be seen and appreciated. Um, our doors are open to everybody, um, and that's not just to our filmmakers. That's to our audience. You know. Um, and we take that very, very seriously is that we want to take care of the people that that come and um, join us, whether they are a filmmaker or a community member, an audience member. We want to make sure that you have a good time and have a good experience and that um, you'll come back, whether it's the following year or five years, because, you know, you're from England. So every year is a little hard <laughs> to come by, but we're going to take care of you. Um, 
I love meeting people with accents. I just got to throw that out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I know it's like silly, but it's like I, I almost I, I get like a kid almost when like when right. you know, if I if I meet like like a real like Australian or someone, I'm just like, wow, like, right. like, cool, man. Like, I just like I want to talk to you. Like, tell me some of your sayings. Like, how do you say stuff? Like, right. I, I love it. I love Take it. Parking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just, I, I, I love, I love, I mean, I love, um, just where people come from different stuff. Um, I mean, my, you know, my wife, uh, she's an immigrant as well. Uh, she's yeah. from Brazil. Oh, okay. Uh, she, she immigrated here, uh, in February of last year and it's a long story of how we met and whatnot, but sure. I, I always throw that out there. Anytime people get to know us and stuff is that I I'm so blessed and fortunate to be able to have like this completely different cultural side of family that is so separate from my typical you know white iowa based family and stuff like it's it's cool i kind of get the best of both worlds and you you realize also pretty damn quick that america is not the center of the universe (laughs) oh yeah yeah for sure Sometimes people, I think, need a, a wake-up call on that sometimes, like, especially if you've never been abroad or you, you haven't really met people with different backgrounds. It's like... Right. Hey, it's not just it, us. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, like, we have a big planet, and there's a lot of fascinating stories that are here and taking yeah. part in it. And, like, I, I, I love that you said that, man. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, that that's... You know, we take that very seriously. We we want to make sure that when you come to our festival that you feel welcome. Um, yeah. You know, and and we take a lot of pride in that. Um, you know, we take our judging incredibly seriously to make sure that what we're showing is not only the absolute best, but is a variety of things that everyone can. There's something for everyone here. Is yep. what I would say. There is something for everyone at our festival. Not that other festivals don't have that. You know. Um, sure. But. That that is a big thing that we push in the back of our mind is we want to be a very safe space um, sure. for the arts. Well, you got my vote. I think you got my listeners' votes, and I would also say as well. You know, again, I'm just very excited for the opportunity to come on site. I can't wait to talk with all the various different filmmakers, attendees, maybe even some of your guys' board or the staff or whoever ends yeah. up being there. Um, I, I'm really just excited to sink my teeth into it. And I just love bringing to the spotlight, the different types of films and stuff that again is all happening in Iowa. It's happening here. <laughs> okay. Right. Of um, all places, it's, it's Iowa. Yes. And it's awesome. So, so <laughs> recap here quick. So September 7th, 8th and 9th, Mason city and clear Lake, Iowa, Iowa independent film festival, Charlie, he is the president of it. He wants you to come. The whole board wants you to come. In fact, the entire Mason City Clear Lake community would probably love it to have you come out to this thing. Um, tickets, 30 bucks, full weekend, 20 bucks, day pass, 15% off promo code. It'll be in the description of this episode, or you can rewind this to when Charlie had spelled it out. It doesn't matter. I don't care how you get it. Uh, but there's a deal. It'll be to the end of August. And let's see, 61 films probably pretty awesome films and let's see am i missing something uh no i don't think so come out have a good time um yes you know like uh what i like to say is come and see come and see mm, i like that one it's kind of it kind of leaves a little bit of like mystique about it too like come and see see for yourself yeah <laughs> see for yourself come and see we've worked very hard like we do every year We're you know you might have to put that on the merch Oh, that's gonna be the shirt. Come in and see. I'm gonna put you, that inside, like a like. Um, you could do something. Like that. 
You could do something with that. I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like everybody needs a good slogan sometimes, so I get it. I'll come and see. I like that one. Yeah, we're gonna do that. It's amazing. (laughs) Well, here, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording here. But it was a pleasure speaking with you here, and I'll I'll still hang out with you here for a few minutes afterwards. So, hang on, anytime, man. I'm excited.